0: everybody doing this fine spring day it is gorgeous here in los angeles not too hot not too cold come on in this is everything's relative with eve sturgis a podcast that explores dna discoveries and what happens when people find out that at least 50 percent of their identity is not what they thought it was and let me assure you Uh, Even 50% wrong is enough for 100% existential crisis. Don't know what I'm talking about? Hang around. You'll find out. Today is actually a fantastic episode for newcomers to the show because it's back to basics. Uh, A lot like my earlier episodes. Today, I talk with this guest about what happened when she did a 23andMe mail-in DNA kit and got results that didn't change anything but actually changed everything.
1: This is only 10 months in the making for me, right? You're a newborn, you are a newborn baby. This came out of nowhere. You know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't something that I was looking for. It found me. Um, And so I think that makes it even tougher, Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, when you're not seeking information, you know, when you've lived your whole life believing one thing and then, you know, but, Mm-hmm. We could do mm-hmm. all that while we're talking. So, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. No, I'm with you on that. hundred percent. You and I have that in common. Um, so yeah. So tell me your story. <clears throat> tell me, tell me what happened either 10 months ago, or, you know, if you want to throw me, um, but you know, a tidbit about w-
1: what it was like growing up or, or you can just start with 10 months ago, you know, it's up to yeah, you. Yeah. We can. And, and I think all of that will kind of integrate mm-hmm. and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, wind them together. Um, back in 2017, I lost two aunts to cancer, um, one on my father's side and one on my mother's side. And so obviously, medically, I was really concerned um, about that, you know, being a female and you don't know how all of that can affect you. So my husband said, why don't you take a 23andme test? And I'm like, no way, that is not happening. I wasn't interested. And he's like, no, really, he said, you know, there's a medical side to it and you might be able to find some things out to see if you have any of those traits. He's like, let's just do it and see. So I took the test, got the results back. Um, I can honestly say that I really wasn't focused on anything from the genealogy side of it. I knew where I came from. I didn't really have any questions about that. There were no names or anything that popped up that seemed out of the ordinary. To me, that would make me question anything. So I focused on the medical aspect of things. Um, luckily, didn't see anything that was alarming, and I kind of put twenty three and me in a drawer and forgot about it. Um, okay. And it know, turns it out just, you were
0: uh, safe. I was from, safe from the, yep. the gene that that really people look for when it comes to cancer or.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There was nothing there that I needed to be worried about. So like I said, I just, I completely forgot about 23andMe. So, um, fast forward to, um, January of this year, my husband and I were out having dinner. I'll never forget it. (laughs) And, um, a text message came through on my phone. Um, from one of my cousins on my maternal side. So one of my mom's nephews um, sent me a text message and he said, hey, I got a 23andMe test for Christmas and I took a test and I saw that we're a match and I was hoping that you could help me figure out some of these matches. He did not grow up real close to our maternal side of the family. His mom and my mom are sisters and um, so he didn't grow up real close. So we didn't know who a lot of the matches were. And I said, well, why don't you send me a couple screenshots of some of your matches? I said, and when I get home, I'll log into 23andMe and pull it up and we'll take a look at it. We'll see if we can figure out. It's honestly been years since I've been on it. So I don't even remember my username and password. You're going to have to give me a little bit of time.
0: And h- how often do you talk to this cousin in generally? Like how um, close are you with no- him?
1: I mean, not I mean, I would say we have a really good relationship, but he's not someone that I talk to on a weekly or even monthly basis. Right. But it wasn't it wasn't
0: totally out of the blue for him to contact. you.
1: no, 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 no. Absolutely. Absolutely not out of the blue at all for him to contact me. So out of curiosity, obviously, when he sent me the screenshots, I kind of started scrolling through them. And I was like, "Whoa, wait, that that doesn't no, that doesn't seem right. Something's not right here. A name popped up in his matches. That is the nephew of my father. So my father's nephew showed up as one of his matches.
0: Which doesn't make sense because he's a cousin on your maternal side. Yes.
1: Yes. He's a cousin on my maternal side. So it totally did not make any sense to me so obviously I get home that night because it's it's bothering me I'm like I gotta look at this like I've got to figure it out so logged on to 23andMe and of course I couldn't remember my password so I had to go through (laughs) all of the reset Mm -hmm, and everything mm -hmm. with that and I saw the matches that we he and I had in common and at that point I didn't know a lot about how to you know, manipulate around and use the website or anything like that, even though I had used it, you know, four years ago, I just wasn't real familiar with everything. So I had to do a little bit of digging. I
0: still am not and very familiar.
1: Yeah, records. no, <laughs> I mean, still don't know I, what I to do. You know, I really didn't know what to do, but I knew that there was a way that I could look at it and see the matches that he and I had in common. So I went through and I started looking at it and I'm comparing that to the screenshots that he had sent me on the phone and I very quickly realized that the cousin that he was related to I was not related to from the paternal side. Yeah, he had ma- we had matches in common that were on the maternal side, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but the matches that some of the matches that he had sent me in the screenshots that I knew were related to the paternal side, he and I did not have matches to. Right. It didn't take me very long to figure out. Um, and in fact, that night, I think I was able to put two and two together enough to realize what was going on. How can I, can I just say yeah. that everybody tells me that,
0: right? Like I've been doing this for three, this is my fourth season and everybody says they figured that out. And I just don't, I, this is going to make, maybe I'm just outing myself as like an idiot, but I don't know. I just want to say that impresses me. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Like I just, and let me preface this by saying how unfathomable it was to me start, you know, for my personal story that my father wasn't my father, that I think it would have taken me so long For that idea to even have entered my mind, despite looking at the match, despite looking at the matches or the lack of matches, I would have been drawing out trees on and pencil on papers like I would have.
1: I'm just amazed how many people put the pieces together. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I was doing that that night. I mean, I had papers (laughs) out and I but I just I could not figure out how he could be related to this cousin that I knew was on my dad's side. Mm -hmm. And I was not. We did not have that match in common. I called my cousin on the phone and he didn't answer. I called his wife on the phone and I said, I, I need to talk to him. Like I, like, I need to talk to him like right now, talk to him. Um, and she's like, well, we're at a family dinner. I'm like, of course you are. <laughs> you know, I need to talk to him. So he, um, he immediately called me back and he's like, what's wrong? Like, what, what are you panicked about? And I said, we got to talk. I said, I said, and you're the only person that I can talk to about this. Like, I, it's not like I felt like I could pick up the phone and call my mom or my dad and say, Hey, you know, we just did this and we're trying to figure it out. Like I knew that he and I were going to have to be the ones to, to figure out what was going on. And I explained to him, I said, I think my dad's your dad. And he's like, what now let me go back and say, he grew up, um, in a home without a father he grew up with his mom and two sisters. His two sisters were from his mom's first marriage and he grew up not knowing who his dad was. His mom had given him a fictitious name Mm -hmm. um, and he never knew or met this man. So he had a name, but he had a name, but that was it. And I think originally that's probably why he took his test because he was trying to figure something out from paternity because he never knew who his father was of course. So for me to call him on the phone and say, look, this match, this screenshot that you sent me this match that's showing up, this is my dad's nephew. Like, I know you don't know this name. You wouldn't know this name because, um, I said, but it's, it's my dad's nephew. And he's like, okay. He's like, so like, are you telling me that you're my sister? Like you're my half sister. And I'm like, no, I said, I'm not because I'm not matched to that person.
0: Yeah. I'm so confused. (laughs) And I'm sure he's so confused. (laughs) Like,
1: What? I I know. My dad is your dad, but my dad's not my dad. (laughs) And that's basically exactly what I told him. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, well, no, I'm not sure. I'm like, I don't know how any of this works. I'm like, but I do know this. I said, he has a sister that is very um, into genealogy and she has done ancestry. And I know she's done ancestry because we've had conversations about it. Um, I said, I think we both need to take an ancestry test. I think we, because I knew that if we took this ancestry test, we would have definite people in that database. And you would match that? that 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 aunt yes who's, yes
0: because she's from your father's side so if he's your father yes your aunt would match and if yes
1: yeah, perfect yes so I thought that's a perfect thing that you and I can both do that we can figure this out and mm-hmm. in the meantime we are not saying anything to anybody nothing nothing we're not you know and we made that pact that we were not gonna we weren't going to tell anything to anybody. And he and I talked almost every day for eight weeks. Like, I'm not even (laughs) kidding you. Like, while we were waiting for these results, we were trying to, you know, think of different scenarios, different things that could have happened. Maybe it's wrong. Maybe, you know, I mean, anything that we could possibly think of that would have given us any kind of an answer, um, we tried to do. So in the meantime, I got on um every Facebook group I could find every podcast I could find um books anything that I could just get myself into I basically um I basically Drowned myself in it for an entire eight weeks um I learned about cinnamorgans I learned about family trees I um you know, anything that I could find. And in that process, I actually, um, connected with a search angel and I spoke right. with her, um, spoke with her and she contacted me and she said, let's wait until you get your ancestry results back. And then we'll go from there. She's like, I'm not trying to hold you up. You know, I'm not trying to put you off. Mm-hmm. She said, but I really feel that based on what you're telling me and kind of what the situation is and, Kind of what you're going for by knowing that you have someone out there that's taken this test let's just see how the results come back i think that's smart yeah yeah i think so too i mean it was hard don't get me wrong it was (laughs) it was it was really hard and i didn't really have like i started digging into the matches that i had on 23andme to see if i could kind of figure anything out from there but there wasn't anything really high enough Mm -hmm. um, that I was able to make sense out of, you know, especially being a newbie and not knowing how all of this worked. So, um, the results came back and I very, and my results came back before his by a couple days. Um, I, my results beat him and I quickly realized that, um, he was not my dad. My dad was not the person that I thought he was. None of his family members Mm -hmm. showed up as a match to me, but there were all these names of people that I didn't know, Um, none that were high matches. I think my highest unknown match that I figured out was a paternal match was right around 450 centimorgans. So not a whole lot to do anything with probably in the second cousin range. Um, I mm-hmm. kind of learned through talking with my search angel. I knew that we could probably figure some things out. So a couple of days later, my cousin got his test results back and he called me and he knew immediately mm-hmm. by the last name that, um, what we had suspected was true. So my what I refer to now I mean he's my dad he's my dad he's my dad he's my dad Mm -hmm. I have to say that I think it's important um to put that out there so regardless if I call him birth certificate father for the sake of you know doing this to keep things straight um he's my dad Mm -hmm. I mean Mm -hmm. 100% that's my dad um so we immediately realized that um he was his birth father and he was my birth certificate father Wow.
0: Okay. So it's like almost a double, a double NPE reveal.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It was, and it was, it was devastating. Mm. It was, it was absolutely devastating when I thought of, I, and you know, I, to some people, this may seem crazy to, to think that this is what I thought about. And, you know, I think it's important for people to realize that not all of these stories are happy stories, mm-hmm. you know, they're not, I, I really feel like these DNA kits should come with a disclaimer on them like cigarettes do <laughs> because you, you just, you, you never know. And you have to be prepared for that. And, you know, I, unfortunately I, I wasn't looking for this. I, I would have never, I never questioned anything. Um, I would have never just gone out on my own and said, let me take an ancestry test to see who my father is.
0: Do you think if there was a disclaimer big enough, big, as big as a cigarette, the disclaimers that are now in cigarette boxes, do you think that that would have made you stop and think and not do the test? Maybe. Okay. even with kind of even
1: with the cancer on the line? Yeah, I can, I can Mm. honestly tell you that I wish I would have never done it. Mm. I can honestly, honestly say that I, I could have lived the rest of my life without ever, without ever knowing this. I, you know, and I, and I think as I share more that you'll, you know, you'll understand that a little bit more, but I, nothing good came out of it for me. Nothing, absolutely, you know, nothing. Mm -hmm. So, um, he and I decided that we were going to just take a few days and just figure out what we were going to do with this information. You know what, now that we have it, what are we, what are we going to do with it? His mom had passed away. Um, so he had no one that he could go back to and really confront. The only person that he could confront was my father. And he didn't know if he was willing to do that. Um, I was not willing to go to my father. Or
0: even if your father knew, I mean, confrontation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, continue. You know,
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm, sp- yeah, I'm spinning with I, you. I'm with you. I, I, I know, you know, I mean, there was so much and I just felt like there were so many people's feelings to take into consideration here. Um, not, you know, I know a lot of people say, you know, you, you shouldn't have to worry about people's feelings. This is about you, but it, it really, it's not. There were so many other people involved in all of this that I felt that I had to be thinking about. So after a couple days, I decided that I was going to have to, um, I was going to have to reach out to my mom. I, I was going to have to say something to her. And knowing my mom and knowing her personality, I knew that doing it face to face or doing it over the phone were probably not my best options. Just 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 decided that probably wasn't the best way to reach out to her. So I sat down and I sent her a message on messenger, Facebook messenger and sent her a message and basically just kind of put everything out there. I told her, you know, that after my aunts had died, I decided that I wanted to take this test. And as a result of taking this test, I have found out that I was not related to any of my dad's family. And she immediately came back um, with a horrible message. It it was not nice. She basically told me, you know, that um, I shouldn't believe what those tests said, that my dad was my dad. And, you know, I just needed to drop this and leave it alone, that it wasn't true. And I messaged her back and I said, I just want you to know that I'm not going to leave it alone. Mm-hmm. With or without your help, I'm going to, I'm going to figure this out. When I had that conversation with her, I did not tell her anything about my cousin. Uh-huh. 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 I I I I did not what? feel that, you know, that wasn't mine to tell. Mm. And I knew that he was gonna have to get to a point where he was ready to confront that because that couldn't come from me. I did tell my mom um, when I made contact with her that day that I had no intentions of telling my dad that until I, you know, figured out what was going on, that, you know, it wasn't my intention to hurt anybody or to make anybody feel uncomfortable. I told her, I said, mom, I don't even know if when I figure this out, I'll pursue it. I, I can't tell you that right now, right now, all I want, It's just to know the truth and to know what's what's going on. So, with the help of some amazing search angels, Mm -hmm. um, they were able to, um, over the course of about a month and some digging, um, they were able to um, determine with pretty good certainty who they thought my um, biological father was. They contacted me and. We got online and we looked at this big tree together. We had a Zoom meeting together Mm -hmm. and we looked at this tree and they felt with pretty good certainty that they had figured it out. So I contacted my mom with the name Mm -hmm. and um, (laughs) she still denied it. And within about 10 minutes, she came back to me and she said, I don't know where you got that name from. This is his name. Oh, And he had, he had a name that he used his first name. Mm -hmm. His middle name is his first name. Yeah. Right, right, right. And she, she was using that. Mm -hmm. She was, she was using that. Like, I didn't know what I was talking about or what his name was, but they were, they were one and the same. Mm -hmm. And so my mom did (laughs) confirm that, um, you know, I mean, I hate that, you know, I, I think, I think at that point she was just using anything that she could for me not to know the truth.
0: Right. Right. Or just grappling for some sense of control over the situation. Right. Uh, Like I know the name, (laughs)
1: you don't know the name. I know the name. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, The name that she had was actually incorrect. Um, I don't think that he had been completely truthful Mm -hmm, with her as mm -hmm. to what his name was. By the time he had met my mom and they had had their relationship, whatever it was, um, he had already been married twice. Mm-hmm. He had told my mom that he couldn't have children. So when my mom became pregnant, she truly believed that I was my birth certificate father's child, um, because he had told her that he couldn't have kids. And she she believed him. Scoundrel. I know, I know. So um, yeah, it just just crazy. So she knew that I knew by this point, I had found out that, um, he was deceased. He had passed away, um, in 2007 and I shared that information with my mom. And after I shared that information with my mom, her tune kind of changed a little bit. Then she was willing to share some things with me. Um, I think maybe, you know, maybe because she knew that he wasn't a threat, you know, he's, she felt safer. Yeah. Right, she felt like she was in a place where she could share um, some things with me. Um, I think through all of this, my mom's biggest concern is no one finding out what she did. Not not so not so much about me. Um, it was more about um, she didn't want anyone finding out what she had done and the shame mm-hmm. that she had felt for you know for what she had done. So it was a lot, you know. I mean, that was that was a lot to you know kind of work through and process. I did a lot of digging on his family.
0: I just want to remind me and the listeners, this was like, at this point, we're at like four months ago, five months ago. We're at like this, we're at
1: summer 2021. Yeah. We're at summer 2021. Yeah. When all of this happened, I'm a newbie at all Mm -hmm. of this. Mm -hmm. I'm new at you know, figuring this out. And I I don't know how to figure it out. I'm Mm -hmm. still trying to figure it out. And I don't know how, you know, I, I I don't know how to figure it out. I don't know how to process it. And I think a lot of it is, you know, and I think some of it might be some of the choices I've made with keeping things, you know, on the down low and not saying anything. Um, But I don't see any benefit in it. Right. Um, my, my birth certificate, I mean, my biological father's deceased. His parents are deceased. Um, he had no siblings. He was an only child. Um, he, he did have, um, a daughter that, um, I just found out within the last several weeks, um, was adopted. Um, I, I thought, um, from the beginning, I had thought that maybe she was a, um, biological sister. Mm-hmm. I had decided very early on that I was not going to pursue that. Mm-hmm. Um, just after doing some digging and things like that, I, um, I realized that our lifestyles were, were very, very different mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it wasn't something that I felt comfortable with, um, bringing in. I, I, and I, and I don't know, maybe this sounds selfish and to, you know, each person their own, but I just felt that it, her lifestyle just wasn't something that I felt comfortable bringing into mind.
0: I know. I'm glad you said that. Cause I think that's an important thing to talk about because we talk so much about everybody wanting to blend and 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 in so many different ways and um the people that discover family and and you know look look at them and and don't feel a connection or feel concern. um i think they're there it's important to bring that up but like what then what (laughs) then what do you do for all sorts of reasons, all sorts of reasons.
1: And, and there were lots of reasons. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't, that wasn't a decision that I just, you know, looked at a Facebook picture and said, Oh yep, yeah, no, that one's not for me. You mm-hmm, know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like that. There was a lot of thought and digging mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, that went into that decision. So I, I really knew at that point that there was nothing that was nothing good was going to come for me personally from this discovery she older or younger she's younger she's younger 10 10 years younger a day apart her birthdays were a day apart she was 10 years younger um but uh, but i knew that nothing good you know, was going to come of any of that relationship. So I made that decision at that point in time. I was not going to tell my birth certificate father, my right. dad, your dad, your dad, dad, yeah, mm-hmm. my dad, I made that decision that I was not going to tell my dad. I mm-hmm. told my mom, I said, I'm not telling him. I don't ever want him to know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hurt him. Um, he, you know, for, for what purpose? For what, for what purpose at this point, Mm -hmm. you know, when my parents are both in their seventies, what, what purpose does it serve then to hurt people? Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't want to do that. Um, It just, it just wasn't something I was willing, you know, willing to do. I remember something I was going to say a minute ago that I had forgotten about that one of the hardest parts for me was, and and this is crazy to kind of wrap your mind around, is that my my cousin that this started with has a closer relationship to my siblings than I do, and that was tough for me. <laughs> right, there's like a whole other there's a whole right. other dra-
0: drama happening.
1: Right, it's Par- like parallel right. to
0: yours, parallel to yours. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> Yes, that that was so hard for me, I, and I don't know why. I mm. I don't I don't know why that was so hard for me. But that was one of my biggest hangups in all. Because of this. he's a
0: full sibling to your no, siblings.
1: He's a no, half, half sibling. Got it. Right, right, right. Because it's but, not the same. But mom. he but he's also a first cousin, which in genealogy he's known as a three quarter sibling. Right. Right.
0: Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Right. Crazy. Right. Feels so bad when I get confused. Crazy. Yeah. Like that, that was probably one of, one of the biggest, biggest things. His
0: mom is your mom's sister. Yes.
1: Okay. Yes, that is correct. That is correct. Yeah. His mom and my mom are sisters. So my my dad, my dad that raised me had an affair with his, his wife's sis- sister, Yeah, his sister-in-law mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. Yeah. With his sister-in-law yeah. that raised, that resulted in this cousin. Yeah. So yeah. Um, mm. it, in all of this, in this process, I, um, I did decide to, um, only because I, I was in a bad spot. I was mm. in a, I was in a really bad spot.
0: I imagine that I know what you mean by that, but when you say a bad spot, you mean depressed, you mean sad, you mean angry, you mean I
1: I, I think yes, yes, to all Mm -hmm. of that. You know, um, I, I think you can feel one day one way and feel something completely different the next. I mean, I've gone through that whole gamut of um of emotions. Um, my husband grew up in a home where he was raised by a stepdad you know so to him those kind of weird relationships or those um you know that it, today that is a traditional relationship mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. most homes unfortunately nowadays are like that mine wasn't like that i grew up in the same home with the same mom and dad with the same you know brothers and sisters i think that it wasn't so abnormal to him um and i think men in general i think just don't you know connect with that kind of stuff um i did finally reach out to my sister one of my sisters um, that I have a really, really good close relationship with a close close sister that you grew up with. Yes. A close sister that I grew up with. Yes. A biological sister that I have a good relationship with. Mm -hmm. And I shared everything with her, Mm -hmm. um, just because I needed some support. You know, I, I needed, I needed somebody that I could talk to that. I knew that I could trust that wasn't going to, um, I knew she wasn't going to say anything to anybody. You know, I knew that I didn't have to um, worry about that. And I, I, I needed something because on the inside, I, I I don't, you know, I mean, you know, you know, Mm -hmm, I I do know, (laughs) you know, you just, it's, it's not, it's not a good place to be. And that's why I say, had I have really put the thought into it before I ever took that first twenty three 23andme me test? I, I mean, I I think I had to take the ancestry test. I, I mm-hmm. think at that point it was it was a have to.
0: Oh yeah, there's um, no going
1: back. That's the thing. Yeah, there there is no going back. But I think that had I had I have known now, known then what I know now, mm-hmm. I would have never done that first twenty three 23andMe. me. Um. Right. first 23andme test Um, Mm -hmm. through through all of the digging and um all of the the research that we did um i also found out that um my dad my dad that raised me Mm -hmm. is also an mpe oh my god yeah 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 Okay, wow, that's, that's what that's what happens when you get bit by that genealogy bug, right? You you kind of start digging a little too much and you start finding out things that you really, really don't want to know. Um, but yeah, I did find that out. Um, he, uh, he obviously does not know that it's not something that I have um shared with him. <laughs> I didn't also decide
0: to go in and just like to de- deflect no, your situation entirely. no, 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 weirdest thing, dad. Um, weirdest thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah let, let me let me just tell you how this all falls apart.
0: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
1: and I, um, and I don't feel, yeah, I, I don't feel that he knows, I don't think he ever knew. Um, I think that's, I mean. He, he does it. And I don't think anyone in his family knows either. And, you know, fortunately with these tests, I mean, the only way that, I mean, unless one of my dad's children were to ever take a test, I don't, you know, I don't think anyone would ever find out, but um, you know, it's, it's crazy. You know, we're, we're living in a time where um, people aren't going to be able to keep these types of secrets anymore. You know, with these type of tests that are out there, these, People aren't going to be able to continue keeping these secrets with within their within their families because it just um, it's out there, you yeah, know that. Just, that you mm-hmm. know once once it's once it's out there and they figure it out, there's you know,
0: so yeah.
1: might. My- the
0: sister that you found through your through your uh, bio dad uh, that you decided to not reach out
1: to has she reached out the other way to you no, she no she okay. has not and here and here's why she I just found out here recently um one of the search angels that I was working with um when my um when my bio dad passed away by the time he had passed away um he had been married seven times all right yes <laughs> yes that's seven seven, seven times. times I
0: admi- I admire I admire the tenacity at that point <laughs> that's what i always yeah. think is like like uh there's there's a like a belief in something there that uh logic has superseded logic but that's awesome right. okay seven right. times right
1: yeah so one of the one of the search angels that i had worked with reached out to that the the mother the, would that be right yes. the mother so she reached out to one of his ex-wives um and just kind of was very vague in the information that she gave. Um, She never gave my name or anything like that. Um, You know, she, she knew all the right things to say. Right. um, And told her basically that her ex-husband had another child and she was just trying to get some information, Mm -hmm. maybe get her hands on some pictures, anything, you know, that she might be, willing to share. And um, the woman told her she goes, that's really strange. She said, I did not think that my husband could have children, uh, or my ex husband could have children. She said, "Um, we adopted our daughter. Um, We brought her home when she was three days old, because my husband at the time didn't think he could have children. So I, you know, in his defense, him telling my mom that I think he really, I really do think that this poor man believed that he could not have children. Right. Um, but obviously he did.
0: Okay. And that, I'm sorry, just <laughs> that daughter. Right. Is the, that he adopted. Right. Is not the person that you, is not the person. There's also no. a biological
1: daughter. No, 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 no. She's one in the same. Okay. She's one in the same. Okay. So, so when she he, is a,
0: she is a sister, but she's actually not biologically. She, right. Related. She was adopted by him. By him I was imagining birth.
1: he was adopted. Mm-mm. She was adopted out. Got it. Got it. Got no. it. Got it. He, um, he had, they adopted her at birth at three days old because he did not think that he could have kids. So he right. and his wife decided, um, to adopt so that it that really helped with that situation. I felt like I dodged a big bullet, you know she, just, won't, find I, you a, she no, won't find you through a she won't you through a DNA
0: test. Um no, there's no, actually no, no. no so there's a connection there's like a connect there's like a like a there's like a paperwork connection to her, but there's not a gene, not a genetic connection to her. Okay. Absolutely. Got it. Absolutely. Got it, got it,
1: got it. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess, you know, obviously if I had, you know, grown up knowing that, you know, yeah. he was my father, you know, maybe there would have been a connection there. Um, but yeah, no, you know, so, so that's why I say, you know, there's, there's nothing there. He was an only child. He had you know, there's no mm-hmm, cousins, mm-hmm, nieces, mm-hmm. nephews, aunts, there's nobody. So, mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah, it just goes to show that a low sperm count is not no sperm count.
1: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. i jokingly off the record, <laughs> referred to myself as the one that got away. You fell through the cracks. <laughs> I, um, know. Hmm. I, I know, you know, and you, and you try and find good in that, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you really do. I've, I've tried to put a positive spin on that and you know, um, but sometimes that's hard, Sure. you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, um, to process all of that and, and make sense of all of that. Um, I did not have a good relationship with my dad growing up. Um, Mm. I grew up, you know, I grew up in a home where, um, I was the oldest child and, um, my dad was a, an alcoholic and a drug addict. Mm-hmm. So I didn't you know, I didn't grow up in an ideal home when I mm-hmm. was 18 years old, I left home and um, you know it wasn't until I was 20 that you know, my dad decided to get himself straight and clean his act up. I love the man. I love all of his faults, you know that come with him. Um, but I don't want to hurt him. and there's mm-hmm. there's no there's no reason at 70 years old, you know, to do that. Um, as far as my cousin goes, he's going to have to decide what he wants to do with his information. That's, that's his story. That's, you know, he's got to decide if he ever wants to, um, wants to confront them about that. I mean, obviously he knows that I know, and I know that he knows about me, you know, right. Because that's all, you know, that's how it all came out, but it's, not fun stuff you know and, oh. and like i said i there's so many people that you know they come out and they're like oh this is so great i found this long-lost family you know mm-hmm. and they have good things to tell and i i just i think it's important for people to realize that it doesn't always happen that way you know it right. it doesn't always come out where things are good
0: yeah i mean i don't i agree I agree, I 100% agree. I don't, I'm not disagree with you in any way. I think listeners of this podcast know that it doesn't always work out well, but, but I think, but I think you're right. I think it's important <laughs> to appreciate that you are not going to tell your birth certificate dad. I think a lot of people, um, I think there's a lot of people that make that decision, but we don't hear from them, or I don't hear from them. So the not telling is is as important as the telling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think you just have to decide, you know, it, it's yours to do with what you want. And I think the hardest, you know, one of the things that I've tried to tell myself is, you know, I didn't do this. I, I didn't, I didn't, I personally did not do this. Um, it's just you know i my hope is that one day that you know i i think as we start seeing this more and more and i do think that we're going to start seeing this more and more i really do i um i know of two other people that have just recently gone through something very very similar Mm -hmm. um so i do think we're going to see it more i my hope is that um There'll be services out there for people, Mm -hmm. you know, people, Mm -hmm. people that they can reach out to, to get help with processing all of this, because I think the norm don't even know how to touch this, right? you know, how how do you touch this? What What do you say to someone that's gone through something like this, that's going through something like this? What do you say to that person to really offer them some strategies and support to really kind of, kind of work through it. So Mm -hmm. that's my hope that one day, you know, Mm -hmm. there'll be something out there available. I'll probably be one of the first people in line. There's just, there's such a, there's such a need for it. And the more that I'm on these podcasts and the more that I am on all of these different Facebook pages, you know, reading posts and things that people are putting out there, there's a need. There's a need. People are begging for it like thousands, you know,
0: like take it from me and my guests. Like there are thousands of us online and all this conversation happening 24 hours a day of people saying, I need help. I don't know what to do. I need structure. I need guidance. I need community. I need, we need conversation. We need to talk about the paradigm. It's slow. There are some, there are some resources come available. I mean, you know, very, very tiny. It's very tiny. I don't want to say that there's none. You can go on my website. I have a link of resources for the NPE, but it's small. It's small, really small. We all know each other.
1: Exactly. But I think the need is growing Mm -hmm. and it's growing. You know, it it, next, I mean, when you think January, when you think all these people, you know, the holidays are getting ready to come up and so many people are going to be getting these tests for Christmas. So many jokes. (laughs) so many jokes so
0: many jokes in the groups right now they're like oh holiday sales everybody get ready
1: yes that's exactly what i'm saying and you know not even realizing um you know what's going on my cousin that went through this um you know he did it openly out you know in the open with his other side of the family and had a family member they were at a dinner having a conversation and um One of the the mothers of one of the people that was there was acting really odd. Like, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to take one of those tests? Well, her child took the test, and guess what happened?
0: Shit, shit, shit! I know what happened. What do you think happened? She found out she was an MPE. I mean, it's crazy. That's really interesting because if you you're actually a good kind of case study because you've been doing this for ten months. Less yeah. than a year, you've had that many connections yes. to an NPE story.
1: Yes. Hmm. Crazy, crazy, you know. And, and unless now, you lived
0: in the most promiscuous town with the least amount of birth control, like you're probably a good representation of like a general population of a, of a regular American community.
1: And I really do think that. I really, really do think that. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, one of the opportunities that I've had. Since getting involved and learning Mm -hmm, all about mm -hmm. this, um, I've been able to work um, with some search angels. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Like, how did
0: you evolve into to? I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that. You are a search angel at this. Well, I or you work with search angels. you don't you don't
1: know so individually uh, well, or- i'm I, you know i hate to give myself that title mm-hmm. you know you you don't ever i don't know that after 10 months i've really earned that title mm. um i i have helped along the way solve um some really tough cases you're like an apprentice you're like a search angel apprentice yes, or yes. like a <laughs> um you know but i've i've had the opportunity to um work alongside some um search angels to help some um, other NPEs um, solve some cases. Um, And so I, I think that there's some healing that's coming with that. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm, you know, being able to take that shift and off yourself, you know, where you're sitting, thinking about, you know, yourself the whole time and, and everything that you're in the middle of, but when you kind of take that shift off and you're able to, you know, look at somebody else that's going through these type things and get involved and try and help them solve their cases. There's a lot of satisfaction, um, that comes with that. So Mm -hmm. right now I'm really enjoying, um, getting to be getting to be a part of that.
0: Yeah. Oh, great. Yep. I'll say it. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The power of being of service, <clears throat> um, is an underappreciated healing resource to yeah, helping, I, helping de- others. I'm
1: definitely. And, and I've made, um, I've made great friendships with these women. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been, you know, that's, that's been a joy too. you know, where there's, you know, I don't know, just those friendships, you know, mm-hmm. women making mm-hmm. those friendships with things that you have in common and, you know, not that they completely understand because none of them are MPs themselves, but, um, you know, they've walked with me in this journey from the very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, that's been helpful too.
0: Right. And they certainly speak the same language. Oh, so that's definitely. just so, that's just so helpful. Absolutely. Um, so helpful. That is, yeah. Wow. You, I mean, you had said it was a wild story. Um, and it is, it's like a, it, but it's like a simple story. But it's also really wild. Um,
1: it's, it's crazy. Thank you so much for you know, sharing it. It's been my pleasure. It definitely has. Um, oh, and I like
0: to ask, um, do you feel like you're 10 months out. So you've got at least something under your belt as far as experience mm-hmm. goes. Do you feel like you have anything that you wish you had known um, going into, like upon re- your realizing your NPE status? Or, you know, do you wish that there's, is there any advice you would
1: give to somebody who's who's a day into it? You know, I I would say my, my biggest suggestion would probably be If you decide that you're going to take one of these tests, make sure that you're in a good place in your life with other things. If you've just recently gone through a divorce, or if you've recently, you know, just gone through the death of a family member or the loss of a job, you know, one of those big life altering events, it's probably not the best time (laughs) for you to
0: take a DNA test. Right. What Um, are the other stressors in your life and what, what are the other stressors in your life? And what is your support system and network like currently? Right.
1: Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's really good advice. Because I, I really, um, I mean, obviously, I mean, I have a wonderful husband, don't get me wrong. Um, and the search angels that I've worked Mm -hmm. with, I mean, are amazing, but it's different when you have, you know, when you can't rely on, I, I don't know. I mean, you've really got to have that close knit group of people that, that you can cling to. You know, I remember someone telling me, um, it doesn't change anything. And I remember thinking, if I hear one more person tell me that it doesn't change anything, I'm going to lose my mind. Going to lose it. Yep. I'm going to lose it because it changes everything. Right. <laughs> it's actually the opposite of that. That would definitely probably be mm-hmm. my biggest piece of mm-hmm. advice. Just make sure that you're at a good point in your life um that if things come back in a way that you're not expecting that you're that you're in a place that you can handle it, you know. Yeah. Luckily I didn't have a lot of other things going on. So um you know, but mine was just a lot, you know, because it wasn't just the fact that I mean, I just there was so much. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just finding out about me; it was about finding out about my cousin. It was about finding out about my dad. Yeah, you so know? much. Um, yeah, so 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 much. So just make sure you're in a good place if you're mm-hmm. going to do something like this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that is great and wonderful advice. It's good advice for lots of things that that we do <laughs> that um, yeah we don't consider enough. Great.
1: Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so
0: much. Um, and thank you for the work you do. Thank you for the work you do helping others. That's really wonderful. And you're right as, but hopefully as the resources grow, which they're not growing as fast as the community is growing, which is to your point that there's more NPEs appearing than there are resources available. Hopefully, um, hopefully you can help spread the word as we you know, try as, as those of us, um, trying to create those supports, uh, try to, as we sort of try to bolster that side of things. Um, I, I hope we can stay in touch about that. I would love that. Yeah. Listening back over that conversation, I am struck with how vulnerable my guest was and how new to the discovery she was, um, and still is. Uh, I loved her honesty about how hard it's been, how hard it is to wait uh, for answers or for people to think about it or for results or for emails Um, and her acknowledgement of things that a lot of people on here don't talk about her wish that she had never taken a test uh, and also her decision to not reach out to, to biological connections. Um, I I hope that everyone knows there is no one way to navigate any of this. And just because it seems like the majority of people are doing things a certain way, it doesn't mean you have to do it that way too. So I'm glad that she brought up the things that she's doing that may feel like not a lot of people are doing. I don't want anyone to think that they're alone in any of their choices with their DNA discovery. If you want to tell me how you're navigating the shit show that is your DNA discovery, contact me. I'm on all the socials at Everything's Relative Podcast. Or you can email me, eve at everythingsrelativepodcast.com. Uh, I hope you had a nice time today learning about our community, learning about where you fit into the story. And if you did, I hope that you will consider supporting this podcast on Patreon. Every teeny tiny amount counts. So think of it like buying me a cup of coffee so that I can keep making this show. Anyway, thank you for all the support in all your ways. I appreciate it more than words can express. Please come back soon for another episode. And in the meantime, think about if you really aren't going to wear masks on public transportation, pay your bills and say hi to your neighbor for me. I'm Eve Sturgis. This is Everything's Relative.
1: Bye-bye. Everything's Relative with Eve Sturgis is produced by Eve Sturgis and Kaelin Egan and edited by Joy Rumour. Logo designed by Ivy McNally and music is used with permission from Goodbye the Band. Eve is a licensed psychotherapist, but her podcast episodes are not therapy sessions.